This is Race Talk School Talk. My name is Dr. Chadrick James Galloway, and I am back for another hopefully quick um, episode. There are a quite a few things I want to touch on, but I wanted to get this out because I'll be away at a, a conference for a couple of days, about a week, week and a half um, or conferences. And so I wanted to try to push this out into the world, into the space, get these thoughts out while I had um, time and space for that reflection. As always, if you have um, stories, whether they're new stories, whether they're personal stories, whether they're personal experiences that you would like to share, talk through. Um, work out or that you would like for me to read, react, um, think through in this space on, please email me at racetalkschooltalk at gmail.com. Again, that is racetalkschooltalk at gmail.com. And so uh, to, to, to kind of hop in to um, this episode, and, and I knew I was like, ah, I gotta, you know, or at least I wouldn't even say I got to, I wanted to talk about it because I was sufficiently irritated um <laughs> as always uh when it comes to different topics of race and schooling um there was an issue last week at um what is called Fontana Middle School which is out in uh California and uh the the middle school's name is Sequoia uh, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Sequoia Middle School. There was a language arts teacher who is and I'm, I mean, you know, just to put it out there. She says the N word, right? Like this teacher in this classroom uh, or in this classroom, they, they're reading um, a, a Mark Twain novel. And I think the the novel's name, um, they, they don't they don't uh, name it specifically in uh, any of the news articles. Well, well, some keep it off record. Some keep it on the record. Some people say that it's, you know, the, the tales of Huckleberry Finn, um, which uh, I believe was written around the same time or after the, the Civil War. So, of course, context of the Civil War, you is, is heavily, heavily, heavily racialized as uh, I wouldn't say it directly had to do with with the emancipation of free black people but it, it's in the mix right um it's 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 in the mix emancipation of of enslaved black people excuse me and so um and, that, and i guess that's besides the point or a part of the point that that i want to make here so digging into this video or, or digging into the video of this this teacher there's a teacher I'm not sure of the race I don't really like to look at people and suggest the race but they're not black I can say that much um, you know they they they're not a black person and for me personally if I if someone wants to say the it word E R G A whatever you want to call it um, you know I would prefer for them to be a black person because if you're not a black person I'm going to think some things about you and I might say some things to you and let's hope that it don't leave to 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 nothing other than than that if it's if uh if it's a situation that's in person right that's at least where i'm coming from but this teacher is standing in front of a student's desk they're apparently reading this text and the n-word is brought up because the n-word is all over a lot of mark twain's novels books and so what's interesting to me is that the teacher, uh, you know, was naming that the N word is just an English word. And then everybody can say it and that she can say it if she wants to. 
because it's in the dictionary and that people and I'm really interested in the, in the word choice here of people are oversensitive over the word. And I'm sitting here and I'm listening to this video and, and I'm just sitting here and I'm like, oh, okay. That, that, you know, that just means that, you know, whoever you and your people are from are not implicated in the word in terms of sensitivity around it. Let's not even talk about the context that there are black students in the classroom. Let's not even get into the conversation around where this word came from, why it's derogatory, why it's racially insensitive, why it's and how it's been rooted in uh, white supremacy. But you're going to stand in front of a classroom with black kids in it, but any kids, right? Like it, for that matter. But in this case, with black children in it, and you're going to repeatedly say the word over and over and over and over and over again. And so what's interesting to me in this case, right, is that the, the student, uh, assuming, um, you know, from what I've read, a student in the class asked about the spelling of the word. And I think this makes sense. Right. Um, why would a student ask about the spelling of a word uh, of the of the N word? Well, from my perspective, from how I grew up, where I grew up, my community, where I come from. Right. You learn that there are two different spellings and commonly, you know, you don't hear or see the spelling with the ER on it unless you are in one, a place you ain't supposed to be or two. Uh, you are in a museum of some sort or you might be reading a biography of some sort. Right. Like it, it's or, or some type of historical context. Right. Like you're trying to understand the experiences of black folks within a, a particular generation, century, time, space, right? And so, yeah, like that makes sense. And so I'm I'm sitting here listening to this and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, if I'm using this term and I ain't never, and I ain't never, or I've heard this term and I ain't never knew or know that there was a different or alternate, you know, pronunciation. If I'm a child, if I'm a kid, okay, I can see that question. I can see asking, well, why is it spelled like this? You know, and so... I think for me, the reaction of the teacher is, well, everybody can say it. It's fine. I can say it. I'm going to say it as many, as many times as I want to because it's in the dictionary. And what bothers me about this whole conversation about it's in the dictionary is that we act like, or I'm not going to say we, this person is acting like the dictionary is 110% accurate. That everything in the dictionary is 110% correct. That there's nothing wrong in the dictionary at all. That definitions don't change. Um, you know that that uh, that yeah that that that, defini that that definitions don't change. That they're constant. That the uh, that words and definitions aren't altered by certain groups of that that, that they just aren't altered, right? And so. Um, one example of this is back in 2000, I want to say it might be 2020, um, there was a black woman whose name is Kennedy Mitchum. And Kennedy Mitchum was like, hey, the, the, the definition that you are using around racism 
is incorrect. It doesn't it, it doesn't it doesn't fit, right? It doesn't fit what racism actually is. Now I would go a step further and say that the definite even like the definition could be moved a little bit further. Um, you know, uh, of course, right? Like I that's 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 me, that's what I would say. But the original definition or one of the definitions that was placed said that that racism was a belief that race is primary primary detriment of human traits, um, a doctrine or political program based on the assumption of racism, a political or social system founded on racism, racial prejudice or discrimination. And so, you know, this this uh, this black woman, again, um, who is is from Florissant, uh, Missouri, which is not too far from from Ferguson, Missouri, where a number of protests happened uh, a couple years ago after the killing of a black man in the city by a police officer. You know, it, it, she she pushed the needle and tried to move the needle on how racism should be defined and how it should coincide with uh, systemic oppression. And so. You know, my, my point here is not to sit here and say, oh, well, it's in a dictionary that that means it's, you know, correct that, you know, my, my point here is to say that the dictionary, too, has been changed. Dictionary, too, can be wrong. Right. That there's another piece here that's important that we have to talk about in terms of who's had access to define certain words. When I say who, what groups, what groups of people, what race, gender class, sexual orientation, religion, who has historically had the access, the power and the privilege of deciding what words mean? Because if you went to a black person 100 years ago and you asked them to define racism, I guarantee you their definition would be very different than what was listed on uh, Merriam-Webster's old, um, their old definition. And so one of the things that uh, that that Kennedy Mitchum kept kept saying was that she was trying to express to them that it's not that the definition of racism that they had did not represent what actually exists and occurs in real life, that it's not just prejudice um, and that it's that it's happening a lot for particular groups of people, particularly black Americans. And so, you know, I, I think. There, there's a there's a wider conversation here that has to happen, of course, about dictionary and words and meanings. Right. And then there's another complete pivot that we have to get into around teacher education training and how our teachers are trained to utilize and draw on certain texts, certain material, how to respond to them, how to field questions from students and also you know, it, it what's what's baffling to me about this before I go off on like the teacher education tangent, right, is that we are in a current space where you have legislatures in 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 different parts of the United States who say no CRT in school and it's woke. Wokeism is hurting America and and all that stuff, right? Like apologize for my corny, cheesy um, accent. But, you know, that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. They're saying that it's the wokeness, that the DEI, diversity, equity and uh, inclusion is harming children, that, you know, learning about Ruby Bridges and MLK and 
uh, different issues of desegregation, learning about the enslavement of black Americans, the genocide of Native, Native American Indians and the land grab, right? Like all these things are harmful and bad and yada, 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 right? They, they make white children feel bad about themselves and they're going to make um, it's going to make people hate America and hate white Americans, right? That's, that's like some of the rhetoric that uh, some of the, the language that has been shared by different conservative outlets. But, you know, besides that point, it's interesting that we have this classroom context where a teacher, and again, I'm not going to uh, place their, their, their racial affiliation, but I know they're not black, who is standing up in front of a classroom, again, of black children, and of course there are brown children in the room as well, um, and saying this word and pushing back on this notion that, you know, it's that it's it's for anyone and everyone to say, regardless of the racial history, regardless of um, it being offensive or not, regardless of what harm that it could do or be doing within the space. And so it's it's, again, one of those things where I'm just wondering, like, how was this teacher trained? How were they trained not only in their teacher education program? Where was their teacher education program? I would love to know that. And who trained you? Who trained you to act like this? I don't know if we if we need to go all the way back to your mom and your daddy, your your grandparents as well. But it's just one of those things where it's like you you have the audacity to get up in front of a group of kids and say that a word is okay for a group that you don't belong to. And what's wild about that, for me at least, is that I don't this doesn't happen to other racial groups, right? It's something that continuously happens to black people to issues that black people face of blackness. I've never heard, um, never seen an instance where, or instances, because this is the only time this happens. This happens so much, so regularly. Um, you know, I could just roll my eyes at it, but I, I never hear this happening for students of other marginalized racial groups, let alone white students, let alone, but we have legislation or pending legislation that is meant to take the race talk and diversity and equity and inclusion and MLK and Ruby Bridges and DSEG and um, the institution and foundation of the United States and this application of slavery and racial genocide out of the school context, right? Because that's what's harming the the, the more privileged groups, racial groups, um, and the white racial group within the U.S. context. And so, you know, it's just it's 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 so strange and peculiar to me regarding how racism and white supremacy works. But I see these things kind of working hand in hand where it'll eventually. Well, I mean, it's already been kind of going in that direction, but where it, it will kind of stay in this place of, well, it's it's OK, because insert random reason that doesn't make sense. And so who knows what will happen to the teacher. I think they should just be out the classroom. I don't think they should be in education. Of course, you know, why not give them the opportunity to take all the training programs and whatnot. But, you know, at this point, homegirl is probably set uh, in her ways and how she thinks, especially if she is sitting, you know, in front of a uh, a classroom projecting these vile thoughts. So I will leave that there. So I will uh, leave the conversation there. It's meant to just do a really quick episode on this topic. And maybe this will be the format that I keep where just talk about one thing 
maybe two things and, and, and dip out. But um, with that said, this is Race Talk School Talk. My name is Dr. Chadra James Galloway. Please feel free to reach out to me at racetalkschooltalk.gmail.com if you have any news stories, articles, opinions, experiences that you uh, would like to share, uh, think through, talk about, talk about, um, or just hear me talk through and reflect about. I appreciate, as always, the folks who have been and are actively listening, and I will get at you all next time. Peace.